demise. I will say this about investing. Everything you do learn is cumulative. What I learned at 20 is useful. Welcome to another episode of Equity Mates, where we will help you learn to invest in 15 minutes or less. We break down the world of investing from beginning to dividend so that you can hopefully make some returns. My name's Bryce, and as always, I'm joined live in the room, so not as always, <laughs> a bit different this time, by my equity buddy, the big bad bearded Ren. <laughs> How are you going, bro? I'm very good, Bryce. How are you? Right, going well. Yeah, I like that uh, correction. <laughs> yeah, hey, you got to, we're a factual show. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've never said anything incorrect. No BS. <laughs> <laughs> so you're in, we're, we're here, here we are again uh, in Sydney. Yeah. Yeah, it's become a theme, hopefully that we can continue. Although you're now moving out of your little apartment and moving in with one of our mates from uni. So... Yeah what was uh, an endeavour to move back to Sydney now seems to be on the, the sidelines yeah, and you yeah, are yeah. going to be staying in Melbourne for some time now. Yeah, probably. So, uh, Dang! I hope you like Skype. <laughs> <laughs> nah, all good, mate. You'll be down Ooh. there with the footy. Well, you can always come down to Melbourne, mate. I can, I can. Yeah. Nah, but it's uh, Plenty of jobs the city of sin <laughs> up here in Sydney. <laughs> Not anymore, mate. It's no. the city of lockout. True. <laughs> I went out last Saturday and people were like checking their phones like, no, it's not luck out yet. We can still go somewhere else. I know. How do you live like this? <laughs> Mate, that's the thing. We don't go out anymore. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> live yeah. a hermit life. That's My life has turned into a podcast. More time for equity, <laughs> Exactly, exactly. So this week, Ren, we have discussed IPO. Well, hang on. Before, before we get into that, okay. I should, we should quickly plug just in case anyone's joined the show for the first time. And apologies to our listeners who have heard us plug this for a couple of weeks now. <laughs> but Ren and I are very excited to be doing our first ever live show down in Melbourne and Sydney. Melbourne on the 5th of September, Wednesday. Well, when this episode comes out, we will have actually just done our Melbourne shows. So <laughs> oh, true. If you're in Melbourne, sorry, you missed out. <laughs> Or I hope you enjoyed it. Oh, yes. <laughs> Fly to Sydney. I hope you're basking in the post-live show afterglow <laughs> and you're listening to our podcast. One of you lucky <laughs> listeners out there may be wearing Renner's shirt yeah, because yeah, yeah. he is going to give yeah. it away <laughs> down in Melbourne. <laughs> our only merch shirt that we have, beautiful Equity Mates uh, tailored t-shirt yeah, yeah, ready yeah. to go. <laughs> Get too nervous and sweat so, too much. Added bonus. Yeah. <laughs> it could be worth a lot. See it on eBay afterwards, <laughs> True. So we're in Sydney very shortly. And we are that's the 13th, and we're doing our live show with Beta Shares, talking all thing finance goals, making your money grow with you. Uh, we won't go too much into it. It'll be an epic evening. We're gonna have the CEO, co-founder of Beta Shares, um, breaking down ETFs discussing everything from technology through to cybersecurity, um, some really cool investing themes and trends. And then Ren and I are going to come on and do a bit of a breakdown session. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I'm going to get the kid out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, beatbox. 
Um, not really. No, no, no. <laughs> we... um, and you'll get a chance to ask us questions, which is something we haven't spruced in any of our previous mm. episodes. Yep. So it won't just be us talking to you. Yeah. If there's something that you know really annoys you about the podcast that you wish we would address, we won't now, answer. Now's, now's your <laughs> chance to get get a mic and to ask us in a, a room full of people. Absolutely, yeah. That, we're hoping that'll probably be the biggest part of the session is the Q and A. We know that a number of you have some questions that would be you would like us to answer. Uh, no guarantee that we will answer them factually yeah. or with any sort of substance behind it. But be warned, I may take it as a comment. <laughs> so anyway head to our website equitymates.com you will find a link to the tickets there or head to our social media pages uh, facebook on instagram and you'll find uh, links to the free tickets there as well it's a free event Um, tickets are selling quickly the the numbers are limited, yeah. um, and we're getting close to that limit, thankfully, of 25. Yeah, we were worried we'd be speaking in an empty room. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing well. Yeah, we're doing okay. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, lockouts in Sydney, you got nothing better to do on a Thursday night. Come join us. Exactly. We may even head to the pub after. You are all welcome yeah, to yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The Bryce will give away his shirt at the pub after. Yes, I'll give my shirt away at the pub. <laughs> All right, Ren, moving on. So we have discussed IPOs recently on the episode, so we're not going to go into too much about the nitty-gritty of IPOs uh, in uh, initial public offerings. Um, we might, we'll might do a quick spiel about what they are for those that have just joined us. But uh, I came across a list of Australian IPOs that uh, are gonna, uh, have either been on in the last sort of month or so or are coming in the ne- near future or have at least indicated that they will be and we have a TBC date. So I thought it would be a good idea for us to review this list and have a look at any that may interest us, see what's coming up in Australia. Are there any next Ubers? Are there any new Facebooks? Uh, and then we will have a look at some of the more privately held companies that are in Australia and America. Yeah. Um, well, it's, a, it's an interesting time to look at our IPOs because there's a lot of annoyance from investors around companies that are and aren't IPOing. Yeah. It seems that we're... We're living through a pretty big structural change in the market, so we'll uh, we'll discuss what that is and what that means. So very briefly, IPO, initial public offering, otherwise known as a float, you might hear that a yeah. company is floated, is essentially when you take a company from being privately held to listing on the stock exchange where it's completely open to uh, your retail and, and wholesale investors. Uh, to buy in and out of the stock as they choose. So essentially, that's an IPO, initial public offering. The reason that they do this in in most cases is to raise capital. Uh, So they take on all the money from the investors and then they deploy it in whatever way. But as I said, we've done a basics 101 on this um, quite recently, so we won't harp on too much about it. Uh, Unless you want to add anything there, Ren. No, I think the only other thing for, you know, people love the, uh, the idea of entrepreneurship these days and everyone wants to start their own company um, and a lot of startups do an IPO to let their investors cash in. So if, if you think about, you know, if we did a venture capital investment in Equity Makes the Podcast um, and we gave ourselves money now um, and then as we grew... As an investor, you actually, unless you're getting profits back from the company, you're not seeing any money. You're yeah. just seeing your paper wealth grow. Yeah. Um, when you go IPO and you can sell your shares in that company, that's a, it's a quarter liquidity event. It allows the people who invested early to cash in. It's the exit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 So, the, you know, the, the investors of the, in the likes of Facebook and, and all those sort of big tech companies 
would have had an absolute field day when when, yeah, yeah, when yeah. they had Although their exit strategy. If they sold Facebook, I think floated at what like a hundred billion dollars market cap, and now it's at about five hundred billion. So if you didn't, if you sold your Facebook shares as soon as it went public, spewing, you left a bit of money on the table. <laughs> but you'd also have a lot of money under your table. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> you probably could get a bigger table. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Ren, so we, we had the list, and this was just a list that uh, the ASX, Australian Stock Exchange, provided to us, and on on initial viewing... So provided to us, aka made public for everyone. <laughs> absolutely. They didn't email uh, equity mates, hey, equity mates, here's a yeah, list of companies that are coming up for your next episode, as much as we are on good terms with the yeah, ASX. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we were scrolling through the list, and to be honest, there wasn't... From my first impression, there was a lot of mining stocks. Yeah, so, not surprising because yeah. they're trying to raise capital. Yeah, two two things stood out. One, mining stocks, and the second one for me was there's a lot of Chinese companies looking to list in Australia. Um, Why do you think that is? Well, because it's Australia. I think the the real reason is the same reason that Alibaba and Tencent and stuff listed in America rather than in China is that there's. A lot more certainty around the rules. Uh, there's a lot more sophisticated investors. There's a lot more mature capital. So, you know, super fund stuff like that. So, as a company that's looking to raise money, you're you're far better off trying to raise money in mature markets where there's massive pools of capital that are looking to invest, rather than a bit more of a wild west that would be, you know, the Shanghai or the Beijing stock exchange. So it's safer. Yeah, it's safer. It's more regulated. There's uh, less government. Uh, controls on capital, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, mining to me, not, I'm not that interested, honestly. I don't really know enough about it to be looking at these sorts of stocks. Um, to me, they're, a lot of them are hit and miss sort of penny stocks that you hope that they're going to put their pick in the ground and find a gold mine and yeah. then they're going to go well and they're probably raising capital to buy a number of picks in the first place. Yeah. 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 Um, so, I kind of skimmed over those. I don't know if did you pick out any mining stocks uh, that took I, your fancy? Uh, although, uh, Harry Alexander, the only other person that appears on every episode, is the BHP number one shareholder. <laughs> um, uh, she she does the disclaimer. So yes, yeah, what we yeah. She's our disclaimer. <laughs> Aside from that, no, no interest in mine. Yeah. yeah. So. What did stand out to you? Was there anything that while scrolling through the list that you were like, hold well, on a second, I found IPO. one that I was interested in okay. and one that I'm definitely not interested in. Okay. <laughs> you know what? It hasn't disappointed me. It's it's intrigued me. So it's a company called Nice Bend. Um, <laughs> and its stock ticker is uh, NVD. It's going to go live on the 2nd of October, 2018. Um, it is, so very soon. It is. Uh, well, well, it would October. be live by now. October. October. Oh, October. Yeah, we got all of September to go. Yeah, too many beers, mate. <laughs> uh, so this nice fan company is ha- creates the Quincy, the world's first fully automatic vending machine for on-demand preparation of fo- frozen textured bre- beverages, uh, and it makes frozen slushies such as. Slushies, frappuccinos, <laughs> smoothies. Um, Doesn't Macca's already have this? Like you just pull the lever? No, this is a well. It's first fully automated vending machine. Oh, vending yeah, machine. Yeah, yeah. So eight flavors. Prepared preparation process of fifty seconds, which to my mind is way too long. Too long. Too long. Yeah. Vending. If you're at the train station, trains coming. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two dollars in. Fifty seconds. <laughs> but hold on, there's more. Um, uh, there's a, oh, that's not interesting. Uh, large graphic display or 
New and new, unique automatic store, straw dispenser. Patented. Wow. <laughs> so no one can rip off the way they dispense straws. Wow. What do they um, need the money for to build these things? Is this all uh, conditional well, on... I imagine this would be a very capital intensive business because you have to outlay the capital to build the machines and then you would you would then you know earn revenue from the machines. This seems like a stupid idea. You've got to have <laughs> you've got to have the vending machines hooked up to water. Yep. So you can't just plonk them anywhere. No. You've got to have a water supply. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. You've got to have someone constantly changing. Well, I guess people change what's inside the vending machine or restock, but you've got to make sure that they're doing the, yeah. the flavors and all yeah, this sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah. Production capacity of 250 serves per day, which doesn't seem that high to me. I'd be surprised if people buy 250 of these. Uh, highest ROI in the industry, but if it's the first one in the industry, well, then that's a pretty nothing. Quiet. So, are they just doing the whole? Oh, people say they love a two dollar frozen coke from Macca's. You know what? Let's put these things in the street. Look, do they have a map of any in existence? I wouldn't mind having. Uh, here we go. Well distributed. So they've got two vending machines. <laughs> um, well, so they're based all around the world, but some for some reason they're doing a IPO in Australia. So maybe it's just the Australian distributor is becoming a public company. Interesting. Yeah. Um, anyway, pretty so, shock, shocker of an idea. So that was one that I am not going to be investing in. Shocker of an yeah, idea. Yeah, so yeah. let's you, keep our eyes you, peeled for that. Can you top that? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. no, I can't. So let's just close this one out, Ren, with um, a couple of companies that we... Well, we should just say, if the nice Ven CEO wants to come on the podcast and defend their company... Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and bring a Vendo machine yeah, so yeah, we can yeah, try yeah. it out. Um, Maybe we've just found an interesting little side. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> let's quickly talk privately held companies that we wish were public because there's a lot out there that yeah. you would love to yeah. get access to as a retail investor, both in Australia and particularly America. Yeah, so... Um, so- so back in the day, what would happen was a company would start, it would grow, it would get to a point where it could become a public company and then go, and what that would mean is that people like you and I could go to all enjoy the benefits of whatever that company was producing. They didn't stay private forever. But what we're seeing now is more and more of these companies, our poor retail investors, yeah. out of the opportunity to share in their good fortune, super funds, mm. yeah. Yeah, anything. Us. What it is, it's the, the, the venture capitalists, the companies get valued higher and higher, but they never actually, well, they don't get a liquidity event. They don't get one. The 800-pound gorilla is Uber. Mm. Worth $72 billion. Um, yeah. Some of the other ones, Airbnb, $29 billion. Lyft, $11.5 billion. But this is the thing. They've got to go public at some point, right? Yeah. Well, how, unless, unless another venture capital comes along and buys the shares out from well, unless, someone else that's privately held. Well, unless they start becoming profitable. Say Uber's not profitable yet. Not, but, not many of these things if, are. Yeah, if, you know, like WeWork, for example, becomes profitable and then they could just pay their investors back that way. Sure. But, but that's not really the return that they, yeah, investors it, have really gone in for. Yeah, and investors want to free up their capital to yeah. invest in something else. And yeah, yeah. there's a lot of pressures, but... It is like it is a massive trend that is happening at the moment that people should be aware of that uh, these companies are delaying IPOs for longer and longer and it means that we as investors don't get access to them for longer and longer. Mm. And so then what's happening reciprocally 
is that all these high net worth individuals and uh, endowment funds and pension getting funds richer and richer. are getting into venture capital. Yeah. Um, but venture capital is a you know it's a binary outcome. It's a zero or one. You have a Uber or you lose all Don't, your money. Yeah. And so it's it's a funny dynamic that. Because these these private companies continue to do so well and don't go public, more more money is chasing that success in the private market. But then that increases the risk tolerance. That increases the the you know bets that you wouldn't take mm. because there's more capital. Those bets start getting taken. So it's an interesting dynamic that we're watching play out in real time. Absolutely, yeah. I think it almost deserves a. A full episode that we might do. Okay. It's very interesting. I'd love to talk more about SoftBank. I think it's something that uh, we should certainly uh, introduce to our listeners because uh, well, I, I only just came across it today. <laughs> thanks to not, you. Not, not to, thanks to the Thought Starters not article. To Claire, but we have introduced it to our listeners. Yes, but not all our listeners are on Thought Starters, and that's a really good plug is everyone should get on Thought yeah, Starters, yeah, which yeah. is our weekly email. It comes out Monday. No spam. Yeah. Um, apologies we, when we did spam. <laughs> we, we, no, it wasn't spam. We, no. thought it was, we thought it was a good offer. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we break news before the mainstream media does, we including do. the Vodafone TPG merger. Yes. We, we broke it on Monday. It got reported in the news on Tuesday. Today. Today's Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. Mate, yeah. we're four days ahead of the trend. To be trend. honest, it, it obviously was reported in the yes. media because that's all I do. I just share links. But, <laughs> nah. yeah. but anyway, sign up to Thought Starters. If that's anything you get out of this uh, episode, <laughs> is sign up to Thought Starters. And don't invest in NiceFan. <laughs> don't invest in NiceFan, although we're going to make it our effort to get the CEO on. We should. We should. We'll get the CEO on we'll, and get him to tell us why his company would be a good investment. Just to leave you with a little gem, I... I was looking on their website as we were just talking there. The Australian distributors company's name, Sir Vendorlock, PTY. Oh, what? <laughs> we have to get them on. <laughs> we have to get them on. So, uh, next episode. Yeah, Sir Vendorlock. <laughs> Until then. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, mates of Equity Mates. Or I guess that just makes you Equity Mates. Anyway, it's Bryce here. One of the most frequently asked questions we get is, where do we find information about all these stocks and and where's a good place to start? Now, we could do a whole episode on this and we often do touch on it, but the best place to start is by signing up to our Thought Starters weekly email. Each week, we send you some cool stuff that has caught our eye during the week, as well as some more detailed articles on stocks and invested-related content. We also include Basics 101. These are articles tailored specifically for beginners to really propel you on your way. We don't spam you. I mean, we hate spam. It's once a week and there's enough stuff in there to occupy you for a full day of browsing at work. Now, Ren puts a lot of effort into finding quality articles for you guys. So if anything, just sign up so he feels the love. Head to equitymates.com and chuck in your email at the bottom of the page. Equitymates and the people appearing in this program may have positions in the companies mentioned. This is general advice only. Please speak to a financial professional to understand how it may pertain to your individual situation.